Uh, man, we haven't recorded a podcast in what a month and a a month and a week, huh? Oof. Yeah, it's been a long time. Well, I well, first of all, what happened was I went to Alaska on, on a cruise to Alaska. We'll talk about that. Uh, and then after that, we got a special offer from a big fan of the show um, to vacation on his private island, where we are currently at right now. We've had no cell phone service or any really connection to the outside world so we're listen if a bomb went off somewhere and destroyed america we don't know it's been a really zen experience it's been a very zen experience it's just been us just being humans no no phones no no phone in steven's face like usual and uh (laughs) and uh so yeah some guy um he's a big fan of the show named jeffrey epstein he's invited us to his island Uh, woody allen's here kevin spacey um Bill, Bill Clinton was over here a couple days ago. We've, we've been here for about fucking three weeks. Is R. Kelly still hanging around? R. Kelly... Or did he l- bounce? He bounced okay. uh, in, in like the middle of the night, which was strange. And I haven't seen Jeffrey either. Huh. Um, and a lot of other people have just been sort of um, jumping ship. I don't want to alarm you guys, but I was going to bring it up. I, I haven't seen anybody around for a couple of days it's been strange but I, i've still been enjoying myself i was gonna say i sort of lost myself I yeah just sort of, i was I hanging will... out in the teddy bear room with all of the uh bear mattresses yeah. just, it's the room is just stacked full of them it's really nice there's I, there's some weird stains but it, it's okay yeah, it's I such mean, an interesting spa retreat like I just, yeah i feel like i've really you know grown mm-hmm. as like an individual but i also feel like all of our friendships have grown. Yeah. Someone was leaving today from the island. They were rushing into a speedboat. They must have been some sort of like Disney fan fiction writer because they kept yelling, Donald's fucked, Donald's fucked. And I don't really, um, I don't know what that meant, but that, maybe we had an artist in our midst. It's like the slash fiction stuff, right? The slash fiction, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, sorry, guys. We, we, we've been on Jeffrey Epstein, a very kind man. We've been in Little St. James. We're live from Little St. James. We finally got a little bit of... Uh, reception just enough to release this podcast you guys will be coming home soon if you guys are listening uh send sunscreen because the last <laughs> i'm a little yeah, pale yeah. the last sunscreen i got was from muhammad bin Salman yeah, and yeah. it was spf 8 and i need a little bit more than that yeah we're all we're all pretty fair here but uh so yeah sorry for the delay but we're back so uh enjoy for it welcome to the horse house episode episode nine baby we're back the as elton john would say the bitch is back stone cold sober as a matter of fact i can bitch i can bitch because i'm better than you it's the things that i do the way that i do oh i'm tristan horse your sensual and tan host Live from St. James, I'm I'm joined here by two very close friends of mine and certified beach bums. After being here for a couple of weeks, uh, introduce yourselves, guys. Hi, I'm Rudy. As always, H O R S E H O U S E. Yeah, H O R S E H O U S E. We fly in first class. Up in the sky, popping champagne, living the life with Jeffrey Epstein, and we won't change with the horse house. The flossy, flossy. It's Stephen. How's it going, guys? Well, that was very, very good, like Stephen. How have you know? It's been it's been uh, so long since we've released a podcast. I, of course, have been with you guys most of the time, mm-hmm. uh, but just for the viewers at home, listeners, how are you guys doing? What's going on? I've just been bumming around the island, man. I've been trying to catch some rays. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot. I was happy whenever I got the call that we were going to, that the podcast wasn't dead, that you hadn't killed the project. Oh, what the fuck? Listen, sorry I was enjoying a, a, a delicious Alaskan cruise, which we will discuss later in the podcast. I I was so excited. I was so excited about this free trip for three um, that we got to this fancy island. 
we've been here a little longer than I thought. I only packed for five days, and I ate all the food that was left in the cabana. Did you? About 72 hours ago. Yeah. So, one of you guys is going to start looking like a big cartoon plate of spaghetti <laughs> and meatballs or something. It's going to look like, uh, who was it, when Newman, Newman's sitting in the diner in Seinfeld, <laughs> and he looks over at the turkey, and he sees, Kramer's, he sees Kramer's head appear. Yeah. They used to scare the shit out of my cousin. Really? Yeah, my cousin was fucking afraid of that scene. Uh, or I'm gonna I'm gonna fall asleep and be in a boat with a CGI tiger. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so this is something new to the podcast. Uh, when we first started doing the podcast, uh, very a long time ago, um, I was gonna do an opening monologue like they have at late night shows. We we never did it. Uh, those were only in the first two episodes. We never released. Uh, we were trying to cut our teeth on podcasts, you know. So um, so I am gonna do. You guys want to hear some monologuing? Absolutely. Some jokes. Absolutely. Some jokes. Okay. So it's been it's been weeks since I've got to get my monologue fix from the greats. Like, uh, is George Lopez tonight still on? No. <laughs> no. He had a coronary embolism and died. Is that a thing? Is that true? I don't know. So here's my monologue, all right? Uh, You guys ready? Of course. Okay, so uh, these are like two weeks old, these news stories since we've been gone for so long. Okay, so uh, yeah, did you hear about this one? Uh, Yeah, uh, Kim Kardashian. Are you guys uh, familiar with Kim Kardashian? Vaguely. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, well, Kim, uh, she's uh, been criticized uh, for showing disrespect towards the uh, Japanese culture by releasing her new line of kimonos. Uh, yeah, you hear about this one, but yeah, there's been no talk of her disrespect for her own Armenian culture by being a disgusting, cum-guzzling slut with a cement-filled ass that has been fucked more times than a shaved orangutan in a Thailand brothel. Yeah, uh, speaking of Kardashians, uh, happy 35th birthday to 65% of Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, so uh, in music news, Taylor Swift, you guys know Taylor Swift? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's got the blonde hair. Well, she's uh she she she's announced recently that she's uh headlining uh, Amazon's upcoming uh all female concert festival, uh TampCon twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, uh <laughs> Okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Listen, for all you attending, uh she'll be performing on stage double A. <laughs> Paul Rudd, uh, you hear about this one at Ghostbusters news? Yeah, uh, he, he announced recently that he will be uh, in Ghostbusters 2020 as the ghost of the main protagonist's father's transgender sister. Yeah, uh, I guess you could say he's uh, playing the part of the uh, ghost of Ant-Man. And they said Andy Kaufman was dead. <laughs> In reality TV news, uh, reality star Beth Chapman of Dog the Bounty Hunter fame has tragically died after a two-year-long battle with throat and lung cancer. She was 51. (laughs) We dedicate this show to Beth's honor. In political news, yeah, uh, Mayor, Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York has apologized for using a Che Guevara quote at a recent rally. In his apology, he swore that he thought it was a quote from noted serial killer and boy fucker John Wayne Gacy Jr. Yikes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. At the first Democratic debate, uh, uh, when I wrote this, it was the night before, uh, Joe Biden seemed to ignore Bernie Sanders' attempt at a handshake. Uh, Biden later cleared the air by uh, saying, In my defense, I only touch sexy seven-year-old girls. Not a good look, Joe. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, last but not least, the Dalai Lama. You guys, you guys know who the Dalai Lama is? He looks like Hunter S. Thompson a little bit. Of course. Yeah. Uh, the Dalai Lama recently said that uh, President Trump lacks moral principle. Uh, yeah, and Tibet lacks sovereignty. Fuck you. We here at the Horse House uh, love and respect the one China policy. I, I, I do not uh, believe in uh, Tibetan independence. Here we are. Uh, Stephen has a bit of a surprise for us. He, uh, when he came in, he had something in a black bag. He said he can't show it, what it, show us what it is, uh, until we started recording the podcast and uh, to bring a couple of glasses with ice in it. So, uh, Stephen, what is it? What, what, what could you have gotten have, on uh, Little St. James? I have a, 
I brought something in a bag for you guys because I hadn't seen my good friend Tristan uh, in a while because he was uh, at his Alaskan cruise before we got on the plane to come here. And I hadn't seen Rudy in a while because uh, he refuses to hang out with me unless Tristan is there. That's not true. It's actually by court order. We were on the island for two weeks. Yeah, and I've been waiting to save it for like a good time. And I've just been keeping to myself. I've been putting pig heads on Like I said, I I ate all the oatmeal cream pies. Yeah. So... uh, let me pause it a question to you. What were you guys doing in the year 2007? 2007? How old was I? That was... Shit. That was 12 years ago? I mean, what time of year? Like, those the years. Just like, generally. Pro- like, summer. Uh, summer like, of 2007. I was like 11 years old at that time. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, I was I was a baby. I was born in 2007. So, do, you have, true. do you have any memories of what that was like? For you? Um, well, Blissful. Bush was about to leave. I was very sad about it. Um, I'm a big fan of the Iraq War. And uh, that's really all I can all, all I can remember, to be honest. Well, in 2007, Stephen was very interested in collecting things. Yeah. Uh, he had gotten into collecting, you know, like... Uh, he wanted to get, like, anthologies, like, book series and collect them all. Uh, baseball cards, uh, coins, stamps. Stephen was very into uh, collecting. Mm-hmm. So whenever he saw something in advertising about a limited special edition, yeah, he really wanted to collect it, and he and he hung on to those things. So I brought something very special in the spirit yeah. of the season, our very own BuzzFeed taste test. Ooh, okay. Limited edition 2007 Fourth of July Mountain Dew. Oh, no. is that originally from 2007? Yep. Steven, I can't put that in my body. Yep, never been opened. I'm gonna pound it. Yeah. Um. Here we have two pints. That's <laughs> he pulled out another. 32 fluid ounces of Mountain Dew. Yeah, let me see this. Is there a recommended but, use yeah, by this date? Best if by September 8th, 2008. Oh, well, that's good. That was during the election. Mm-hmm. And there were, if I recall correctly, there were four patriotic designs for the 4th of July and uh Steven got 3 of the 4 one of which uh was lost to the ages but these two were here and I thought what better time to celebrate Independence Day which is July 4th for those of you that don't know yeah for all of our international listeners mhm and I just wanted to share this with you guys so I figured we could crack crack a couple cold ones open all with right. the boys. Let me get my lighter and we'll crack it open. All right. So I have my lighter with me. I'm, I'm not a drinker. Take the do. This isn't going to squirt everywhere, is it? I don't know. I was going to say I would maybe do it away from the panel. Ooh, that's. We're all going to fucking die. That's going to blow shrapnel into our lungs. This was bottled when George W. Bush was president. <sighs> Sounds like Flat Mountain Dew. <laughs> Yeah, to clarify, folks, these are in uh, very tall aluminum bottles. With uh, it smells almost like alcohol. Is there a lot of yeast in this? No. Well, I mean, no, that's an alcohol smell. I, no, this is alcoholic. Well, they say it turns Gordon back Gordon. into moonshine. Right, we're we're gonna pour some in here. Let's watch it, Rudy. Oh, that's a that's a good head. There is carbonation. I mean, there's car- there is carbonation. <laughs> She lives and she breathes. That's, that's very strange. There is carbonation. That's verified. Hit me up Rudy, with that dew, Papa. Hit, uh, smell this, though. It smells like alcohol. It does have a bit of like a fermented sugar it smell. It has like a fermented sugar smell. It's not quite... It's not like... It doesn't smell like a bottle of vodka, but... Yeah. Let's let's see what's going on here. Who is going to take a maiden voyage? I'm not. I put mine up. Rudy's going to drink this this bullshit. Yeah, why did you pour yours and then put uh, it far, far away from you? Steven, here. I'm on keto. No, it's yours. It was your soda that you gave us. Drink this. Drink it. It was a gift. Okay, fine. Thank you. It has almost like a... uh, Do you you drink it? It has like a caramel kind of smell to it. It does. All right, Rudy. And also, it's not not as green as normal Mountain Dew is. Maybe because it's so old. It's almost as green as Mellow Yellow. I got to cover all 9,000 taste buds with this one. How's it taste, big guy? Report of the week. It's not bad. Really? It tastes like Mountain Dew. Does it really? It tastes like flat Mountain Dew, It tastes like an earthy Mountain Dew. It does have a, a very strange... A bit of an oaky afterbirth. Yeah. Uh, very uh, very strange aftertaste. Can Where you describe it? it? Oh, no, I'm not going to taste it. I, I, I stuck my tongue in my cup. Can you describe it? That's all I'll do. I'm, I'm attempting to. It, it fills the sinuses with a smell that 
I can only describe as like a very like like a savory caramel. Uh, Rudy, you're a flavor pioneer. How many people have drank 12 year old Mountain Dew? That's before? true. That's true. I wish someone else could try this. That bottle, that Mountain Dew was bottled right before Obama ruined our country. We're, we're the Buzz Aldrin and the Michael Collins to your Neil Armstrong on this flavor voyage. I want to be Yuri. Was Michael Collins one that didn't step out on the moon? Yes. Yeah. Poor fucker. Yeah. Pig fucker. Like, it's not. I take a modern day Mountain Dew over it. I don't, you know. Oh, no shit. For all we know, this could be a formula differential, though. It, the formula maybe could the have been switched up. Yeah. So maybe this is what Mountain Dew tastes like in 2007. I don't know. I've been drinking Mountain Dew since way before 2007, and I've never noticed a change. I mean, I was I was a wee bab then. So you remember Papa John's? Was it Papa John's that changed the the their their ingredients like major? It was like 2009, 2008. Yeah, they changed their flavor and totally. So different. was that before they had better ingredients, better pizza? Well, I think they've always. Are you talking about Domino's? Oh, was it Domino's that changed? Because Domino's flavor? had that whole line of commercials where they're like, "We're sorry." No, that was like a couple years ago. They're yeah. like, "We we saw this picture of a pizza and it was all splattered all over yeah. the fucking box. We're sorry about this." They expanded folks. the the Noid branding to just be like, "That's the reason we've been fucking up." Oh, for the, past the Noid. 10 years. That's a bit of a throwback to to one of our older episodes. The Noid's pretty cool. We, we, the Noid was going to help us break James Woods out of a uh, Facebook yeah. jail. Yeah. The Noid video game was uh was the shit. I remember the fucking Burger King video games. Yeah, with, with the, the king, with the, the scary king. king. I hated that shit. I was evil. fucking evil. I'm gonna go on record. The king's a rapist. Speak. <laughs> 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 well, most rapists do have plastic-like faces and crowns. Very much. They focus on appearance. I mean, those fucking commercials. He would wake. He would wake up with like him sleeping next to him in yeah. bed. That's fucking weird. Yeah, and hand them like a croissant, witch or something. At least like, we um, now have trans colonel from the, KFC. I was gonna say, do you think the colonel's a rapist? Because the colonel's definitely an anti-Semite. I mean, he only raped his slaves. Well, (laughs) (laughs) so I mean, no, yes, it it depends. He was the Thomas Jefferson of fried chicken. I hate this. So speaking of the colonel, I found something on Twitter today, and this is true. Um, It's a screenshot from an article. Uh, What Sanders lacked in business skills, he more than made up for in passion. When Sanders painted a large sign pointing potential customers from the highway towards his gas station in Corbin, Kentucky, in brackets, it would eventually expand into Sanders' first cafe, he enraged the owner of a competing gas station, Matt Stewart. Stewart painted over Sanders' sign, leading to Sanders' threatening to blow his quote-unquote GD head off and repainting the sign himself. When Sanders discovered Stewart once again painted over his sign, he and two Shell, I guess from the gas stations, Mm -hmm. two Shell officials ran to catch him red-handed, heavily armed. In the resulting gunfight, the Shell manager was killed, and Sanders shot Stewart in the shoulder. The fight gave Sanders complete control over the gas station market in the area after his competition was sent to jail for murder. Jesus. So, so Colonel Sanders So Colonel Sanders and two shell boys went to go like scare or kill that Matt Stewart gas station man. Matt Stewart killed one of the shell people and Colonel Sanders shot him in the shoulder and he went to fucking jail for murder. That's... Giving Colonel Sanders complete control over the gas station market. Which would give him the capital to open his first fried chicken restaurant. I thought you guys would enjoy that. And speaking of Colonel Sanders, um, we tried the new Cheeto chicken sandwich at KFC. I know you guys haven't heard us from us for a while, but I know in your hearts and your souls you've been crying out. Yeah. This please, was, please. Yeah, this was right. Be- this boys. was right before we left for Little St. James. Please review the sandwich. Yeah. I know you guys wanted us to, and guess what? We did it. Rudy, I think, had the most the most harsh words for the sandwich. Didn't no, I you, loved Rudy? it. No, you were pretty. You were pretty pessimistic about it. I, I actually legitimately enjoyed the sandwich. I had uh, I had very high expectations yeah. for it. Well, just so people know, it's it's a bun, mm-hmm. some some Cheeto cheese. I wouldn't say it's sauce. It's more like jism. Well, the jism on the sandwich is the Colonel's mayo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't. I, I got mine without the mayo. I don't like mayonnaise. Um, mayonnaise. It totally changes the. I think. Profile. I think we're jumping the gun right here. Do we want to? Do we want to take a step back and talk about our whole experience? It, it was the average KFC experience. What can you yeah. say? We went inside KFC. Um, the woman working at the counter was not kind. Um, for some reason, people like Stephen would want her to make like forty dollars an hour. Uh, I personally don't. I think instead of making any money an hour, she should be 
probably dragged down the street and shot. Yeah, I was gonna say jail time, definitely. Yeah, jail time yeah. or hang maybe, him high, hang him high from the from, from the lamp post. That's maybe what I say, though you know? she'd have more incentive to be nicer if she could like afford to pay her bills off of the job. Yeah. I don't know. She'd have more incentive if you just gave her the incentive. Well, Stephen, capitalism is all about consent, so she can just get a new job. You know what? You got me there. Yeah, bingo. I'd love for her to have to get a new job after our experience. John Hickenlooper, welcome to the Resistance. I called corporate. You did not call corporate. You would never do that. You didn't boot liquor. <laughs> but the the sandwich I think was, was very bad. It was it, it was um it was basically the the three toppings were were Cheeto jism. This man- very this very thick Cheeto sort of cheese sauce. It wasn't was... a sauce because sauce is oozy. This was like just like in a couple like spurts. Can we talk about the the impetus for us to go and try the sandwich? We did see a man in the back. He was really struggling he was with, having the a hard time with the Cheeto sauce gun. Yeah. yeah. And there's also Cheetos on the bottom. I'm, I'm, I've been trying to get to that, but you guys keep, Sorry. keep interrupting me. But uh, yeah, so from the bottom up, it's bottom bun mayo, bed of Cheetos, the bed, our, the bed of yeah, yeah, yeah. then our chicken patty, mm-hmm. um, the the Cheeto jism, yeah, top bun. The, the best part really was the patty. It was a it was crispy yeah. and usually can uh, KFC every time I go. I, I try not to go at all. But sometimes I'm like, damn, I want some fried chicken. What know, I really Kentucky liked was that there was no vegetables to be seen. No vegetables anywhere. to be seen at all. And I think that's how a good eating experience should be at a KFC. Mm. Uh, skip out on the mashed potatoes, just get extra fries. Green beans, dog, all day. No, These, hell no. From the, KFC, fuck no. Fuck you. The crispy kernel sandwich, which is the tame original version of the Cheeto Boy, it, it is not a bad sandwich. Yeah. No, it's not bad at all. I mean, the base components are there, but it just seems like uh, someone got super baked, but was also mentally challenged yeah. and but thought che- it was a good idea. Chester Cheetah is now the the colonel. Is that confirmed? Yeah. The best colonel was... Does he provide the colonel's mayo now? See, I don't know. Or is it still Reba? The best, no, the best colonel was trans colonel, which was Reba McIntyre in drag as the colonel. Not Norm? Norm was also a very good colonel. What about really America's sweetheart, Jim Gaffigan? I don't care for Jim Gaffigan. He has like 27 kids. He's unfunny and I wish he was dead. Yeah, he does family comedy. I want comedy that talks about cum and assholes and fucking. Well, I mean, depending on what country you're in, you know, those can be one of the same. When is Carlos Mencia going to be the colonel? Can I'm... we get a change? Listen. And listen, if you're listening to this podcast right now, if you want us to make a change.org petition to make Carlos Mencia the new Kentucky colonel, could you, could you tweet at... Duh, underscore horse, underscore house. Listen, big guy, I'll do you one better. Make Ralphie May the next colonel. <laughs> tie tie some fishing wire, some some Stop. some fishing wire around his big fat fucking ankles and his big fat fucking what are these called wrists? Ralphie May's dead. And around that giant neck of his, and uh, Drag and, him and, out and of just the grave. And, and just and just kind of puppet him around, you know, uh, in front of a green screen. But it's a large colonel, much like Eddie from Iron Maiden. Yeah, but you know, but but you know, you might not recognize him because he has lost six hundred pounds. Dude, we can end up burning three. We need because it. he's a skeleton now. Mm. He's big boned. I'm sure he still has some of that. I weight. was reading about Ralphie May today. Do you want to hear about this motherfucker? Not particularly. Because, because I was on Facebook and a video came up of him cooking barbecue. And oh, dude, no. that bitch was breathing as heavy as, <laughs> heavy as fuck while he was making this, this this big plate of barbecue. He was getting hungry, dude. He was getting hungry. It was a snack. He made it probably about 40 ribs. It was, it was his pre-dinner. It was his pre-dinner feast. He had a and, preemptive meat sweat. Yeah. And, and I actually, I, I was like, all right, well, I got to do some more research on Mr. May. Because I, I, I'd only ever see him like on Comedy Central at like 2 a.m. I was like, man, that's a fat motherfucker. You know, and uh, and funny enough, when he was 16 years old, this is true from Wikipedia. This is my Wikipedia uh, tidbit of the day. Uh, he was 800 pounds at 16. At 16 years old, and then he dropped 350. And I think That's he stayed. Pretty at, impressive. I, I think he stayed at that weight for a long time. Well, if there's one thing I've learned from one of my all-time favorite TV shows and uh, masturbatory material, my 600-pound life, when you are that size, it is incredibly easy to lose weight. Because you, you, you really, to stay that way, you had to keep maintaining yeah. it, you know? If you're eating fucking 12,000 calories a day, and you go, on, go down to a 3,000-calorie diet, right. you're going to lose weight fast, yeah. you know? But these people, they want attention. So they never lose weight. They want that attention, and they just keep gaining. And you keep giving it to them. And I keep giving it to them. Along with your instead of talking about money. this dead Along bitch, can, instead of talking about this dead bitch, can we keep talking about delicious chicken sandwich? We I, all enjoyed as friends. Uh, okay, so one last thing about the chicken... One out of five, Steven. How was it? 
Um, I think you guys went in with wrong wrong expectations. It was a fine sandwich. Uh, I wouldn't eat it again. Two out of five. It was a one out of five for me. If you remove the the Cheetos and the shitty dehydrated tomato paste that was the sauce, you're uh, fucking it's me. It's a good sandwich. I listen. One out of five. Uh, zero out of five. I'll give it a. F- I us? thought you gave it a one out of five. No. No, he was saying us one to five. Yeah, one to five. No. Wait, can I give it a zero out of five? Yeah, if you want. Zero out of five. Really? I give it a four out of five. You're so fucking wrong. No, I enjoyed that sandwich. It was legitimately a good sandwich. I'm, I'm moving I'm moving mine to a three out of five just to spite Rudy for giving it a zero. Right. Yeah, we, dude. Okay. I wasn't supposed to say this. Rudy's acting like he hated it, but he ordered two more after he ate it. <laughs> he, 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 he quote unquote wanted to make sure it was as bad as he thought it was. Yeah, I said, uh, guys, these taste like shit. Don't order anymore. The second one, he kept dunking in his Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning like he was Joey Chestnut. Can we talk about oh, that? Let's talk about the Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning. For this those, will be the last thing because we're really going a long time with this KFC you, segment. For those of you that are not aware, Yum Brands, the father corporation to many of America's popular fast food eateries, including Kentucky Fried Chicken, mm-hmm. Pizza Hut, yes. Long John Silver's, mm-hmm. and Taco Bell, have a partnership with PepsiCo. Uh, a division of Pepsi Lay. Um, they own Frito yeah. Lay. Too. Hey, you're getting a for that one. Okay, fine. That was um, too far. Pepsi so, Lay. So, what are they Hawaiian? So, uh, <laughs> so they have a partnership with Pepsi, and Pepsi will sometimes make them special beverages. The most iconic of these being Mountain Dew Baja Blast, which for an incredibly long time was an exclusive of Taco. Was an exclusive of... Sorry, Tristan's being rude and also trying to massage Rudy. I was pretending to be asleep just Wait, now. Is he trying to massage me? Yeah. Because Steven was writing a fucking novel over there. Go on. Why don't you guys just t- felt tell us... <laughs> no, Steven. Don't be a bitch right now. Finish your story. For three podcasts in a row, I was told that I didn't talk enough. And Steven, you just we came us- on. We came on this great journey on this free plane to this free island and i thought we all got together as friends and we record another podcast finally because tristan's done eating coconuts and uh you know fucking i get read the riot act for speaking out well my only problem was you're trying to tell a story about the new mountain dew flavor that they brought back to kfc and you felt felt it right to um <laughs> to, to to tell us the brief history of, of Pepsi Cola. Your assholes have entirely derailed this. <laughs> you know, when I was playing badminton with Roman Polanski a week yeah. and a half ago, yeah. he didn't interrupt me at all. What Steven's trying to say is that this was a soda designed to pair with the Cheeto sandwich. And, uh, to pair to pair with the original recipe of the Colonel's Kentucky Chicken. They couldn't have made a better choice because it was the worst soda that's ever been. <laughs> It was peach and honey. That's why Rudy went in for four more refills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rudy actually got a gallon jug of it. I'm I'm being the most sincere I've ever been whenever I say that the Mountain Dew from 2007 that I'm drinking right now, it dwarfs true. the it's Sweet true. Lightning. I mean, I didn't even finish my, my medium cup of Sweet Lightning, and I love Mountain Dew. I'm yeah. a total slut for the Dew. So before we went on the trip um, to Little St. James, where we currently are, uh, it, it, sorry, you can probably hear in the background the sounds of the beach and the the island birds. And uh, so maybe it's maybe I shouldn't apologize, apologize for it. Maybe it, it makes you feel like you're also on a lavish vacation, like we are, yeah. you know, to a luxurious elitist island. Uh, but uh, before this, I went on a week long Alaskan cruise with Carnival Cruise Lines. We left from Seattle. Uh, Seattle fucking sucked. Fuck Seattle. Um, it's full of a bunch of yuppies, a bunch of blue haired fucking yuppies. If listen, if you, if you have if you have blue hair, you're mentally ill. Okay. <laughs> Actually, if you dye your hair any color, you're mentally ill. If you don't have your natural hair color, I'm sorry, you're mentally ill and you should be institutionalized. Full stop. What a fucking hot take. I'm just saying. Wait, I'm sorry, just to clarify. It's such a sign of mental illness. That and eating your own shit. Two major signs of mental illness right there. Are they are they uh are they on the same tier? So so I was, I was afraid. I was I was afraid for my safety in Seattle and I saw an Antifa sign on the street. Is that true? Yeah, I did, Rudy. You could have fucking died, dude. I could have died. If if I was some like gay Asian freelance journalist, I could have been dead. If I was some instigator. But... If I if I was some instigator who had, you know, 
If I was some instigator with the with with the with the balls the size of Texas, walking down the street, minding my own business, holy yeah. shit! If I was some guy trying to cash in, um, exactly, on existing political I, I could have had a cement milkshake thrown in my fucking head. All right, that's enough. That's one getting cut out. Um, so yeah, we we went on an Alaskan cruise, and uh, first time I ever been to Alaska, um, and uh, I was surprised. It's it's the middle of the summer. I was really surprised at how cold it was. Stephen, feel free to interject anytime you want. And I, I, I was baffled by how cold it was. Mm-hmm. And I, there's an old Lou Reed lyric, and and uh, I think it really rings true. Uh, and, and 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 I really learned its importance while I was in Alaska. It's so cold in Alaska. It's so I truly, uh, really learned the the true meaning of that song, and I felt kind of like I was a little closer to Lou after that. But uh, Alaska was a lot of fun. Uh, I was in Skagway, which was the stomping grounds of a young Sarah Palin, the beautiful, smart Sarah Palin, um, who I think should have um, should have ran for president in 2012, but unfortunately didn't. She was too busy being on Teen Mom, and that's true. She was actually on Teen Mom because one of her slut daughters had a had a baby when she was like twelve. Bristol, uh, Bristol, Bristol Palin, yeah. And uh, and I was in Skagway, and, and we went on a uh, I went on a train ride through the mountains of Alaska. And it was beautiful, and uh, it's interesting. Um, it was pretty back in the eighteen hundreds. It was it was pretty rough building train tracks. Yeah, they had to blow up some mountains and shit. And, uh, and and the guy who was in charge of it, it was something, it was Michael J. something, not Michael J. Fox, Fox but it was Michael J. something. And he had a really good quote. And uh, what he said was, give me enough dynamite and snooze and I'll build a railway to hell. What a fucking badass. Pretty badass. And snooze for all you listeners out there is the modern equivalent of chewing tobacco. But yeah, give me enough dynamite and snooze and I'll build a railway to hell. That's badass right there. That was my biggest takeaway from Alaska. That and... It's so I cannot wait to fucking use that on the podcast. Does the uh, does the when song we get say back anything from... else? What does the song say anything else? Yeah, yeah. Because um... in my mind, that song is now only <laughs> that line. Well, it's about him being the shit out of his girlfriend, oh. Caroline. I don't know if that was a real girlfriend he had, but one thing that's cool about Lou Reed is is he what you heard in his lyrics was who he was. Lou Reed in his personal life loved to beat the shit out of women. And he wrote about it in his songs. I think that's really kind of brave and, and, and pretty um, pretty uh, ingenious. You know, it's pretty progressive, I'd say. You know, he wasn't like John Lennon who fucking preached peace, but yet behind closed doors be the shed of his wife. But there's two sides to every story. So I'm... Yeah, I mean... I'm not going to judge him because I don't know what she was doing. I mean, I've heard her perform... Well, it's, it wasn't Yoko. It was Cynthia Lennon, his first wife, who well, who he had Julian. Do we think with. he just stopped he whenever he hit Yoko? Too. Did he beat Yoko? Do yeah. we think he just is went, that true? Yeah. Did okay. he just go cold turkey whenever he hit Yoko? <laughs> he's like, oh, Yoko, I can't. You already had two nuclear bombs dropped on you. Well, we, you can't take anymore. You're anymore. just so so mesmerizing and beautiful. I can't bring myself to beat you. <laughs> you know, Japanese, unlike my normal human you know, wife you know, <laughs> that I have before you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Japanese girls are very cute, I've always thought. You know, but Yoko, he really did not, he did not win the lottery with that. She's a goblin, dude. She's a fucking, even when she was young, she was just, man, imagine sticking your nose in that pussy and just inhaling this as hard as you can, you know? Imagine, imagine, jeez, just, I, I could vomit thinking about it, you know? For whatever reason, here's another thing that our listeners at home can do. The New York City Police Department refuses to release John Lennon's body cam footage. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, that's all I'll really say about Alaska. Uh, it was a really fun time. But uh, I, the one thing I'll say about Alaska, this will be my, the last thing I'll say about Alaska. You know. It's so cold in Alaska. It's so cold in Alaska.
when we get back from St. James Island, I don't want to be your friend anymore. It's whatever. So I was rooting around my files, and I found the pilot episode. That it was just an episode I was doing by myself. Mm-hmm. It was called Fun Jail. It was like a fake news show. Not fake news as in like, you know, the, of the Trump variety. Just like just stupid news that, that I made up. So this is unabridged. It's five minutes long. There's no sound effects. There's no equalization. There's nothing. Let's listen to it. Um, hey, guys. Let's listen to it. Um Welcome to the pilot episode. Mm. I sound young. Of mm. my new podcast. This is like two years ago. Fun Jail. Like I'm Tristan down. Horse. Usually, I would <laughs> give you a little synopsis of what I want to do, what the show's going to be about mostly. But I just heard some pretty shocking news off CNN. This is so embarrassing. So supposedly, in Iraq, some ISIS dumbasses <laughs> have started a campaign to destroy the beloved American sitcom Frasier. This is so bad. <laughs> These assholes are storming into homes, raiding that shit. And destroying any VHS or DVD copy they see of Frasier starring Kelsey Grammer. Bad, bad. This is Can bad. you believe that bullshit? Frasier was a turning point <laughs> in American television. It wasn't some lowbrow, hick rube humor. Where's the lie, though? It was for intellectuals. It was some highbrow shit. It was directed towards people like me, who like to think. Kelsey Grammer had this to say about the whole situation. Kelsey Grammer had this to say about ISIS and uh, everything that's going on over there. Okay, Tristan, yes. Go on. Go on. You know, I'm a pretty Christ-like person. Alright. I like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt for the past five or so years i've been watching isis do all this bullshit but you know what i never once got angry i never once got mad i never once judged them i gave them the benefit of the doubt i said i'm not gonna judge these guys until I really know they're bad, because for all I know, they're probably just misunderstood. They probably just want to make a change. Who doesn't want to make a fucking change? You pioneered centrism in this <laughs> fucking world. But then these ISIS dumbasses pull this shit on us. They try destroying Frasier. Frasier. This is so bad. Yeah. This is real life. This is the world that we live in, ladies and gentlemen. This is bullshit reality. <laughs> And I'm not joking. <laughs> when ISIS does shit oh like God. this, they're not only destroying the TV show that made Kelsey Grammer America's number one funny man, but they're destroying <laughs> any the trace of humanity's progress throughout I'll the years, our achievements. Go on. Hello, Tristan. The, uh, <laughs> the executive leader guy from CARE, <laughs> the Center for American Islamic Relations, Where am I going with this has one? released a what statement, by this? thank God, that the, the actions of ISIS against Frazier have nothing to do with Islam. Thank God. I hate myself. He went on to say that the the destruction of Fraser in the Middle East has nothing to do with the views of adherence to Islam. He even went as far as to say that Islam has nothing to do with Islam. Thank <laughs> God. I mean, seriously. This whole isis Fraser incident would ruin the image of Islam all over the world. 
could, it would be a PR nightmare. <laughs> could you imagine? Think of the optics. A worse PR situation for Islam? I don't think you could. People love Frazier. This is I love Frazier. But supposedly, ISIS doesn't like Frazier. All right, I think that's. I think this that's... month's <laughs> fuck you award goes to ISIS. Fuck you, ISIS, and congratulations for winning the award. No, I'm done. Right? Are we good? All right. What's it like to be so brave and so right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was it was it was cringe in the game. But then I, I I struck a little bit of gold there. I started to agree with myself a lot more <laughs> as it went on. <laughs> you know, if I can say anything, Rudy, it's that I have fun. Is that a fucking crime? That's fair. Alright, um, okay, so I, I had a friend, tell me if this is weird, I had a friend named Dylan in uh, high school. He was in my ninth grade art class. He was really fucking annoying. He was half Mongolian. Um, someone listening to this podcast, they'll know who I'm talking about. He used to sit at our lunch table. Super fucking annoying. Anyways, he would always show me these texts that his dad would send him, and they were porn links. And and, and his his dad would always say, hey, hey ch- check out the tits on this this girl. Dude, sick. And he'd send these porn images and links to his son, and if someone would show me, I don't know, do a lot of parents do that? Do a lot of dads do that with their sons? I don't think any parents do that. Except for one parent. Mm. I couldn't watch porn with my dad. That was his older brother that got custody of him. Yeah, I guess so. That's just weird to me. Check out these fucking tits. Exactly. And he sent me these pictures, and the women weren't that attractive. Hey, what's up, son? You gone through puberty yet? Here's some tits. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, when you get home from school today, you want to wrap wrap each other's hands around each other's cocks? Maybe he was just, like, really really homophobic, and he was trying to, like, uh, he was trying to break the conditioning. That could be it. He was trying to bombard him. I thought that topic would be a lot better, but you guys aren't enjoying that topic. I can't imagine any world in which I would ever have a dialogue like that with my father. It's awkward. Yeah. No, I don't care for it. Yeah, I don't care for it either. It's a different culture, Tristan. It's the Mongolian culture. It's the Mongolian culture. What was their age difference? (laughs) It was his father. The kid was like 14. His dad was... I, I don't know. I, I, I'd imagine maybe 25 years older than him. I'm I, 30. I, I, I have no idea. I don't think an age difference has to, has to has, will make it any better or worse. Yeah. Not at all. It's bad vibes. Was he I, going through a divorce? Not the best topic I brought to the table, but I tried. I've got a, I've got <laughs> a topic. I got a topic. Yeah. Uh, before we got on the plane, when I, I went out on a night on the town with my gal, and I had an experience that it just really resonated with me and i thought of rudy i just wanted to share it with go on you uh i went and got a beer uh at a bar and they were doing um karaoke Mm -hmm. and uh the bar was very crowded and we didn't want to stay that long also none of uh neither me or any of my compatriots were planning on singing karaoke Mm -hmm. yeah but uh a beautiful thing happened when uh, my friend just was going to go to the bathroom and we were going to leave, mm-hmm. but uh, somebody stepped up to the microphone. Um, and when I say somebody, uh, this individual was um, six five, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, definitely taller than me, uh, somewhere between six three and six five, mm-hmm. um, chin stubble, very long hair. Uh, muscular and presenting female. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I would assume they were cross-dressing, mm-hmm. but um, they could have... I, I, I don't know. I didn't speak with them. But um, with pr- this uh, this individual proceeded to step up to the mic and in like the deepest, angriest voice I've ever heard anybody sing at a karaoke... Did a uh, a a incredible rendition of "Sober" by Tool. <laughs> hate that. Yes, I hate that. Shut the fuck up. That's awesome. I I saw America come together in that bar because yeah. this person uh, was obviously um, a cultural outsider, and I heard a dude behind me in a polo shirt drinking a Heineken and a Florida State polo shirt go. 
dude, is that fucking tool? Hell fucking And he yeah. and his four buddies ran to the stage where the karaoke was taking place and started like fucking going nuts about this individual singing tool. And I locked eye contact with my friend across the bar uh, who was uh, waiting in line to go to the bathroom. And we locked eyes and he said, I want to die. And we left the bar shortly well, your friend's after. wrong. But that made me think of Rudy. And I wanted to share that on the pod. I this That reminds me of a David Lynch movie, Wild at Heart. It stars Laura Dern and Nicolas Cage. And there's a scene where they're driving down a desert road, listening to the radio. And all of a sudden, Tool comes on. And they stop. And Nick Cage goes, I fucking love Tool. And they get out and they start dancing in the middle of the street. In the middle of a desert highway to Tool, Why I can't fuck? tell you if you're wrong. No, that's no, that's true. I was watching Wild at Heart last night. Is Tool making a comeback? Look at that. It's this literally in my, this shit it's literally my DVD drive right there. Hell yeah, Wild at Heart. Yeah, it's a good movie. Watch it. You need to you need to tell me what this establishment was. What after the what, what genre of music is Tool? I've never listened to Tool. Bad Chad. Isn't the um the lead singer? He has a like a he's his first name sounds like an author like an old Maynard 19th James century Keenan. yeah Maynard he's James Keenan the Keenan. most alpha male you'll ever it's, see it's just it's early it's is it hard rock it's late 90s early aughts butt rock it's not butt rock what the fuck is butt it rock it transcends butt rock it's like it's like if Drowning Pool was libertarian that's not true you can't say it's butt rock and lump it with like Drowning Pool and Trapped dude they're headstrong to take you on yeah meanwhile dude Tool had like good political commentary. Did it? Yeah, yeah. It was such biting songs like "Hooker with a Penis." Hooker with a Penis. Uh, if you've actually listened to the songs instead of just reading the title of the article, Stephen, you would know that that song was about a fan um, approaching Maynard James Keenan about them selling out and Maynard's refutation of such a, a baseless assertion. Rudy, I know this because you tell me about it at least once a week. Yeah, because you're still wrong about it. I don't understand. Hey, uh, how do you how do you know if one of your friends is a Tool fan? How? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Fart it. Can't do it. That's pretty good. It wasn't bad. I'm I gonna, mind I'm it. gonna go home and listen to Tool. Oh, wait, do you hear that? What? Is- oh fuck! It's been so long. Is that, is that Muhammad bin Salman? Wow, I have. Buddy, not- did you come back? Oh, it's not him. No SPF though. I have not heard this sound in forever. And if I am correct, that signifies it is time for Tristan's viral audio clip of of a week. So Marion Williamson at the Democratic debate, uh, I'm going to be voting for her. Either her or Mike Gravel. I really like Mike Gravel a lot. He's winning winning over my heart. Um, Either way, I'm going to be voting for the person who isn't the best candidate. Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to split that vote. just like Bernie did. Just like Bernie did. I, uh, <laughs> well, the way I see it, if you know, I'm. It's in Florida where we live. It, it is a closed primary. So, um, listen, I'll, I'll vote for whoever is the worst, least popular candidate, so I can try to get our very good president, Donald Trump, more of a secure. Just victory. like the founding fathers intended. Just like the sabotage fathers, the opposing uh, party's uh, yeah. primary. So at the uh, Demo- at the first Democratic debate, Marianne Williamson, who's a very strange woman, was it? At the debate, I don't even know how she got on there. Is she like some sort of self-help lady? Yeah, she's she. Uh, a lot of her novels were, or not novels, but a lot of her books were in Oprah's book club. Oh, okay. uh, she's very well known as a, a new age spiritual advisor uh, okay. and a spirit warrior. Well, and also, she's like sixty six. She looks. You know she that? actually looks pretty good. I wouldn't be surprised if she and Gwyneth Paltrow were on like first name basis. Those fucking pussy eggs you put up in yeah. your vagina. Also, do you know eggs. who um, maxed out? You know how there's like a cash limit on individual campaign contributions. Yeah, I think it's two thousand seven hundred dollars. You know who maxed out for Marianne? It was like Gary Busey or some Jeff shit. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> You're kidding Hell me. Yeah. Really? Never mind then. Yeah, I'm voting for. Well, Jeff Bridges has always been very like spiritual and like. You know, no, I'm no no shade, full cap. I'm, yeah, I'm, good. Listen, more, more power to Mr. Bridges. I don't know. I, I hope when she pulls through and comes out on top, um, Secretary of State Jeff Bridges. Imagine yeah, her yeah. being our fucking. No, president. sorry, Secretary awesome. of Defense. And it'll bring his Tron bike, and we'll <laughs> yes, we'll kill yes. her. You think Olivia Wilde and, and his CGI Disney face from Tron Two, where they smoothed him out to look young again. Yar, hate that shit. But so this Marion Williamson, she talks a lot about light. And shit like that, and that's very um, David. That's very Lynchian. In Blue she, Velvet, Laura Dern mm-hmm. talks a lot about light, mm-hmm. um, and so someone has put um, Twin Peaks music over um, w- something Marion Williamson said at the uh, Democratic debate. Here it is 
from a Twitter user just ordinary thirteen. This has only 136 likes, so I'm feeling. I have a feeling this is a mirror, and he did not make this because when I first saw this, it was very popular. Um, but I will say the person who posted it is just ordinary thirteen. So thank you so much, sir or madam. You look pretty androgynous. And you have a fedora on in your avatar. Donald Trump is not going to be beaten just by insider politics talk. He's not going to be beaten just by somebody who has plans. He's going to be beaten by somebody who has an idea what this man has done. This man has reached into the psyche of the American people and he's harnessed fear for political purposes. So, Mr. President, if you're listening, I want you to hear me, please. You have harnessed fear for political purposes and only love can cast that out. So I, sir, I have a feeling you know what you're doing. I'm going to harness love for political purposes. I will meet you on that field, and sir, love will win. I will meet you in the Black Donald Lodge. Trump is not going to be beaten just by yeah. Coop! Coop, listen! Yeah, exactly. You've she gotta find Marianne! Are this you guys convinced that she isn't just fucking memeing this up? No, she's weird. No, she's 100% like an actual David Lynch I have candy. to, like, <laughs> character. I have to assume that she's not real. Also, it says in the bottom that this video was from Twitter user passed out on your lawn after... Many hard seltzers. So thank you to passed out on your lawn after many hard seltzers. Very strange. Okay, so when I was on that Alaskan cruise, I saw a lot of rich, very wealthy people. You know, um, you could tell because they were wearing all white. People who are rich wear all white. It's a sign of purity. It's a sign of purity. And, and I was thinking, if I was ever so rich, I'm surprised the rich don't do this. You know, shitting is kind of a dirty thing to do, mm -hmm. you know? Who has the time? Exactly. You know, I mean, Michael Jackson was so rich that instead of going to sleep, he would just have his anesthesiologist put him under yeah. and wake him back up. And that worked great for him. It worked great for him. So I'm wondering, why don't, if I was rich, I would have my shit, my turds, just surgically removed from my colon every day. I think there's a, I think that already exists, Tristan. I think it's a colostomy bag, right? You just bypass the colon. No, that still comes out of you, out of a hole. Oh. I, I want just... He wants no hole. Do you know... Do you know? Well, there uh, has to be was, a hole this for it was to come out. on, like, Ripley's Believe It or Not a long time ago. That farmer who put, like, the holes in the sides of his cows, and he just reaches his hand there and see how they're processing their, their food and stuff. No. Yeah, well, well I'll post it in the, on, on the Twitter page. But it, I'll have just, like, a flesh pocket. And the doctor can go in there and just take my turds out and throw them in the garbage can or something. Because I'm rich. I can go to the fuck I want. That's fair. You know, you think, you think we're, we've gone to the point of technology. We put a fucking man on the moon 50 years ago. And I can't get the fucking turds surgically removed out of my Whatever you think colon. about it. 50 years ago tomorrow. Is it, is it, was it 50 years yeah, ago wow. tomorrow? Wow. Whatever you think about it, that is like a linear path in technology, though. Man exactly. on the moon, shit getting pulled out of me. Exactly, yeah. Whatever if you anything, say flesh pocket. It's just like a little pocket that's made out of flesh. You put your so hand is in this, there. What the fuck do you mean? Is this on like, the exterior, though? It's on the exterior. Are you, no, like, like, give him, like, give him a marsupial pouch. Yeah, I like that, basically. And the doctor fits, like, probably half his arm in there. And, just... and here's the thing. You could team up with one of your other billionaire buddies, and it could go into uh, Bill Gates' poop water machine. Exactly. I feel like I wouldn't want someone reaching into me, though. Mm, what if what if, you're under what if it feels good? You're under anesthesia. Oh, they put you under? Yeah, I'm rich enough for it. That's fair. Yeah. What if there's like really, they put like artificial nerve endings in there and it feels yeah. really good? And speaking of... Oh yeah, I can get off while they're pulling shit out of me. Yeah, speaking of poop, shit, and turds, uh, you know, and, uh, in, in, uh, you know, Hooters isn't very popular anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, it's losing a lot of fans because, you know, titties back in the day were very popular. But now it's all about the ass. You know what I'm talking about. You ever seen an ass? No. Yeah. What? So well, look it up. Thing. You could speak to mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and presidential hopeful Pete Buttigieg. He's very familiar. Well, you know, I think he's familiar because, you know, Rudy and Steven, uh, a straight heterosexual man, he has intercourse in the woman's vaginas. Mayor Pete, a homosexual on the other hand, he has, well, to put it bluntly, uh, he has... He puts his penis in a man's butt. You know, that's what a homosexual is. But uh, but Hooters, you know, they're uh, they're closing down. They're not not officially, but they they've been slowly closing down stores all over the world. And I think they need to. 
either update it or, or, or branch out into a different business called Poopers. It's an ass centric. It's an ass centric Hooters. Um, women will bring you your food in between their ass cheeks. Instead of even pulling it out of their own ass, they just kind of just spread their cheeks and it falls onto your plate. You know what I mean? I think it'd be a really cool experience. Um, someone like me, I would definitely go. Um, and the coolest part is, um, back in like the 20s, a long time ago, um, regurgitation was a popular like carnival trick. Um, even in Europe, people would sell out concert halls. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an Egyptian man named Haji Ali. He was very famous for swallowing, uh, in this order, kerosene and then water. And then moving, and then being able to choose which liquid comes out first, he would he would spit the kerosene out onto a torch and and and, and blow fire, and then he would he, he would uh, put the fire out by spitting the water out onto it. And I think we could, I think we could train these sluts at poopers to be able to perform regurgitation in their asses, uh, and, and and by that I mean uh, when they when they clock in, they'd. Uh, it, feel free to interject. They would squirt maybe some ketchup, mayo, um, uh, mustard, maybe some barbecue sauce into their rectums. And uh, instead of having bottles of those condiments at the tables, they could just be in their asses. And you could say, hey, honey, hey, hey sweetheart, come over here. And they'd say, oh, which one would you like, sir? And you'd say, um, a ketchup, please. And you'd... And you'd uh, <laughs> You lay the plate on the ground, and she'd squat over it, and uh, spread those big cheeks, and and, uh, and and choose which which liquid to expel from her rear. Who's in charge of uh, HIPAA now? Betsy DeVos, Herman Cain. I'm sure they'd be fine with it. Yeah. So that's my idea for poopers. Listen, Hooters, if you're listening, call me up because I got some good shit. I'm curious with a. Uh... With a dispensing of the condiments. Yeah. Is this more of like a steady stream, like I would be accustomed to, or is this more of a splatter? You ever seen enema porn? No. Look it up, and that'll answer your question. So, OJ Simpson, uh, he has a Twitter out now. That thing is getting constantly hacked. Have you have you seen any of that? I haven't seen any of the hacks. His fucking Twitter gets hacked like every week. And it's always like shit. You know I killed that bitch and, and stuff like that. I feel bad. Like he's just he's such an innocent old man. I like mean, why are said, you hacking his Twitter? Exactly. He sets his password every time well, to I did it. So. Well, well, you know he um, when he got out of jail he moved to Florida, and there was a lot of like lawmakers trying to. Like, um, being very nimby about it. Well, they're trying to say he's not going to move into these communities. We're not going to let him. Like, yeah. not and in my backyard. And honestly, I, this is this is me joking around. I really wouldn't mind having no Simpson as a neighbor. Why? Because I know he's not going to kill me. Why? That was a very specific circumstance. And it's true. Stephen, would you feel uncomfortable with O.J. Simpson being your neighbor? I wish he would live in my own home. Exactly. Yeah. You know, just don't be start dating any Jewish waiters. Or else because here's the thing. Yeah. About Orenthal James. Yeah. He's not black. He's O.J. He's going to see it coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Someone's trying to get me. He he knows what it's like. He went through it. He's put that glove on there and just get him for you. He will protect me. No, but in all honesty, I, I wouldn't mind having O.J. Simpson as a neighbor. What, what's really the harm in that? He's not going to kill me. I'm serious. The man was friends with Leslie Nielsen. That's true. Naked yeah, gun. Look at look at where Leslie Nielsen is now. <laughs> Not bad. So, yeah. Um, I was hoping you guys would say a little more about that topic, you know, he, I'd he, let him in. He was rushing 100 yards a game when people were eating cocaine before NFL games. I want him on my team. That's all I'm saying. But, yeah, OJ, if you're listening, hit me up. You'll come live in my house, all right? Yeah, OJ, please uh, DM us at uh, underscore horse underscore house. and On Twitter.com. I don't know. Maybe we can uh, get an apartment together. Exactly, yeah. That'd be cool. Who knows? Three boys and OJ. This summer on ABC. Can you hear that? What is that? Wait, it sounds like. Wait, wait. why are there helicopters? Wait, what's that? What's that? Wait, what's what's out on the side of that helicopter? Oh shit! Wait, what the fuck's going on? Do you think they're bringing more food? I don't know. Do they have guns? We have you surrounded. Put your hands behind your head. You are under arrest. You come on like a dream.
beautiful And you're mine Oh, 